Well, you hear the music, you know it's not Wednesday. It is Friday. In fact, it's Fun Day Friday in your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. How about that? Fun Day Friday. Realty expert Caitlin Ramseth is in the studio, and we have got a guest. You'll find out who that is right after this. Real estate can feel a lot like this, but you should expect more when you're buying or selling a home. You should feel taken care of by someone who can turn jitters into ah. Someone with the tools and knowledge to help you find the one or sell yours. We'll take it. Someone who can make real estate feel less like that and more like this. That's home services. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. All right, we are back at your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Uh, Realty expert Caitlin Ramseth in the studio. I didn't know we were even going to be going on today. How about you? Did you have any problems getting here? I did not, but I am ready for summer. Yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> well, it's getting there. Uh, you know, the one thing that they always try to tell me to make me feel better is, well, the days are getting longer now, you know. It is. It's starting to stay lighter out. It's still cold as hell out there. I know. Anyway, uh, fun day Friday today. You brought a guest with you, too. I did. Shanna. Good morning. Oops. Yeah. Oh, wow. Let's give her, let's give her yeah, some applause. Like there we go. Yeah, that's a good way to wake up. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you've been on here before. Um, tell us about yourself. Yes, uh, Shanna Field with Wintrust Mortgage. I've been doing mortgages for 20 years now and uh, located on 47th Avenue in Grand Forks. Okay, okay. And uh, Caitlin, what, what, what are we going to talk about today? Um, so we have some different topics to talk about. A lot of them are things that, you know, have recently happened with me with new buyers, mm-hmm. sellers, that kind of stuff. Um, and it's kind of things that aren't really like talked about a lot with the mortgage. Um, Cause you know, when you have new buyers, you pretty much just get like the pre-approval, that kind of stuff. But sure. there's a lot of more situations that can happen depending on what a buyer or seller needs. So Shanna is going to kind of help us explain some of those items today um, because she's the expert. I don't know much about it. I love it when you bring guests in there because (laughs) all I got to do is I just get to sit back and watch and listen now. So I kind of like this. Yeah, this is so easy for you guys, right? Like you guys are just like, hey, yeah, this is all good. Yeah. Well, let Shanna do all the work. There you go. Why not? The nice thing about Wintrust is that we're a division of a bank that's out of Chicago and we are able to kind of create our own products as Mm -hmm. well as offer... um, our own products. We can underwrite based on Wells Fargo and U.S. Bank and Fannie Mae Direct. So uh, if you don't fit in a certain box per se, uh, we may have a box that we created just for your oh, particular sure. you know, scenario. Mm-hmm. So um, Wintrust does have a product. Uh, you know, there are certain things like if you are self-employed, those people are really hard to prove because you're doing what's right by uh, the government and writing off as mm. much as you absolutely possibly can, which makes it always difficult from a mortgage standpoint to get a mortgage. Uh, but if you, let's say you're a trucker and you've been a trucker for 10 years, but now you want to be self-employed and you only have one year tax return, we're able to look at that one year tax return because you have a history of being in the same line of work, which sure. is really nice. Okay. Usually you need a two year history. Mm-hmm. So it's getting people into the homes a little bit sooner than we normally would, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that we've got is child support. Uh, it's always a hard time whenever you're dealing with anything uh, divorce related. Everybody's stressed. Everyone's trying to get everybody settled in, uh, making sure everybody's got a place to be. Um, and that includes either the person paying the child support or the person receiving the child support. So one of our programs we have usually uh, in the bigger box, uh, it's six months proof. So we want to make sure that you have six months proof. Uh, we created a program that you only need three months. So it's getting you into the home sooner again. Sure. Just trying to help mm-hmm. out because six months can be a long 
time yeah. to, to wait for a lot of people. And when you're paying out the child support, we use that liability. We deduct it off of your income versus using it as a liability. So you actually qualify for a little bit more of a home by kind of working the numbers a little differently. Um, either way, you're still using it. You're counting it. Um, but just trying to help as much as you possibly can, right? Now, a now, weird word in the mortgage world, just because I feel like everything is kind of backwards on what it sure. actually Sure, and, and you know, what you just brought up, um, I would have never thought of any of that stuff. Uh, but it, it's happening more and more all the time now, especially the divorce rate uh, in the United States. And, and gosh, you know, it's usually the kids that suffer for it, but um, you got to have a place to live. Right. You know, and uh, boy, those are things I've, I just never thought of. So, Shanna, for someone who's going to be going through, let's say, like a divorce and they they know that child support is going to be coming in the future, would you recommend them to wait until they start getting that or start looking right away, getting them pre-approved right away yeah, so without the, f- the child support on there? Yeah, right. So the first thing I usually do is just ask them to be pre-approved right away because they may qualify without the child support income. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if they can do that and they can get into something that they're comfortable with, with the monthly payment, and they feel good about it, um, then that would be the way to go. Then we don't have to wait for it. If we've got to wait, at least then we know, hey, here's what you'd qualify for now, and here's what you're going to qualify for in three months when you're your payments start coming in. Okay, awesome. So at least it kind of gives them a, a ballpark, a range. And usually that's what we do. One of the first questions we ask people is, you know, what's your goal payment? What do you want your monthly payment to be? We don't want people coming in freaking out because they can't can't afford it. Right. Uh, they might find a house that they really like, but they really aren't going to like that house payment. So. Mm-hmm. I know. That's something that I always talk to about my with my buyers, too, is like you get pre-approved for this amount, but are you comfortable paying that or should we look a little lower? Yes. So, And usually like 99% of the time we go a little bit lower anyway, just because no one wants to pay that max amount for a mortgage payment. Right. We do tell them their max, but then we also tell them, if you want to be in this price range, look for homes in this price range. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we do the pre-approval based on that, even though knowing they can go a little bit more. So we don't want to hurt their qualifying uh, negotiating purposes for mm-hmm. you either. So if we see a letter and somebody's approved for 300 and they're offering 200 maybe the seller would look at that and go, well, geez. That person right. can afford more. Come on, yeah. I'm right. not going to give well, them a know, big discount. You still got to so. be able to afford to put clothes on your back and, <laughs> right. and food on your table too. You know, and yeah, there's there's something to be said about having a beautiful house, but you still need to live. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yes. Shanna, I have a question for you. Kind of going back to the self-employed. Um, I don't know if it's the same or different, but you know, you mentioned like the truck drivers um, for construction. If they're seasonal, how hard is it to kind of show the income through that if they're seasonal instead of the year round. Right. Yep. The seasonal is fine as long as we do have the two year history, just okay. showing that they have a history of working, you know, jobs off and on, et cetera. So, and then they're able to, same thing if you have two jobs. So let's say you have your current job and then you waitress on the side or something like that. We just got to show that you're able to work two jobs, juggle that okay for roughly that two year mark. So. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I know that's another one I get a lot too, are those seasonal workers, especially up here in the winter. Yeah. And, and you know, the seasonal workers too, um, if they do take a layoff, uh, it's normally their unemployment. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go look for other jobs. If that's the way that that company is, they have to lay their guys off in the winter. Uh, they know they're getting their unemployment. Usually it's the max you're going to be able to get, but, um, that, that kind of helps a little bit there. Yeah. Yes, we use all the income that we can. <laughs> sure. We love, we love the income. I mean, unemployment income, we can use that. We can use mm-hmm. their seasonal, uh, you know, Social Security, disability. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and most guys know, are paying taxes on their unemployment, you know, at least right. 
that's what you try to do, have the yeah. taxes taken yeah. off. Then there's no no surprises at the end of the year or this right. time of the year, I should say. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, okay, so let's say someone has really good income, but their credit score is bad or vice versa. They don't have good income coming through, but they have a really good credit score. What do you kind of go off of for that? Yeah, we do go off of the credit score. We take the middle score. Usually kind of that 620 is kind of the honey hole for where we need to be. Um, We do have a lot of really cool simulators that allow us to figure out what exactly we need to do to get their score up to that 620. So if you're at a 598 and we see your credit report and we see, oh, you've got a credit card that's maxed out right now. If you pay this down by $2,000, your score is going to go up eight points. But if you also pay off this this card or if you close this card, here's what's going to happen to your score. So then they know exactly what to do instead of just kind of guessing and then coming back as six months or a year later. Uh, if they do what we're saying on the simulator, we can get their credit fixed in about five days. Okay, that's awesome. Which is awesome. really nice. Yeah. Um, if, as far as the income, if you're a little low on that, usually the cosigner is going to be the best option because there's not much I can do to increase their, their income. Okay. Um, and then, so they can have a cosigner. What if it's like a down payment? Is there any stipulations with gift money at all? Yeah, so gift money is is great, just need to be related, needs to be a family member. Um, And the definition of family member, you know, cousin, mother, father, uncle, step, you know, all those things are are allowed. Um, And then the only time it's not allowed would be if it's for an investment property. So you can't have gift funds for that. But if it's your primary home, second home, you can get help on that, So, which is been really great for a lot of people. Um, okay. I mean, I never had some rich uncle or cousin <laughs> or anything that was like, hey, here, Shannon, here's, you know, 100 grand, but right. <laughs> people have them and that's right. awesome. Use them and, and they're happy to do it and it's it's a good transaction for everybody. Is there any like caps for conventional versus FHA on the gift money on what someone could borrow? Nope. Nope, they can okay. they can do whatever they would like. Um, they can just talk to their CPA, any gift ramifications, anything like that. So. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that's really good to know. Yes, I usually pass the buck on that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, just like you guys are passing the buck to me today, mm. right? You know, same I'm loving thing, it. right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this. <laughs> um, the nice thing too is that Wintrust does lend in all fifty states. So oh. if you have a property or you have something that is not in the Grand Forks uh, or Minnesota area, uh, we are able to lend. I, I do a lot of loans in Arizona, Florida, all those markets, uh, kind of the hotbeds. But, you know, we randomly have ones in Nebraska and yeah. New Jersey and New York and stuff like that. <laughs> so I think we've lended in every state, obviously. But uh, so, yeah, it's, it's good to know that if you're buying an investment property in a different area or you're going in on a lake place, something like that, that we're able to assist with that, too. Yeah, Shanna's also really good about, you know, I have buyers sometimes who they go with those lenders who are more like the national lenders mm-hmm. out of like a referral company or something like that. Um, and Shanna's always really good at answering her phone and helping solve any problems that occur or taking on if they need them. So she's awesome at her job. So thank oh, you, Shanna. No, thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> we always appreciate nice. It. Well, trust me, it's always nice having a real estate agent on the other end because. Uh, for sale by owners and stuff like that usually get a little sticky. So mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate the expertise and the, 
the nice paperwork and everything that comes our way, it makes our job so much easier. Yeah, I always recommend going with a local lender just sure. because we have that relationship and mm-hmm. we're able to communicate a lot easier versus someone who's on the other side of the country. And yeah, time I'd rather, zone and, yeah, you know, I'd rather talk to somebody face to face like right. we are right here, not on, you know, not a Zoom, not a phone call. Right. Um, if, if I got a question, I want to drive over to your office and I want to see you face to face and talk to you about it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it works, works really well. Um, some people like that and some people don't. Some people are like, hey, where can I just send this, scan this, upload this? Um, some people are like, yeah, I want to drop it off. No mm-hmm. problem. We can mm-hmm. obviously accommodate either. So, Yeah. Shanna, have you noticed any changes in the market, slowing down, picking up, anything like that as far as like interest rates, home prices, anything? Right. Well, actually, I mean, the market from a year ago is probably down about 40% uh, as far as like the mortgages, obviously, the interest rates were you know, how many percent less at this time of year. Um, but the interest rates have dropped, which has been really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were quoting almost a 7% interest rate for a while, which is pretty tough to quote yeah. when you were quoting 2 3%. Right. And now they were kind of hovering under that 6%. So kind of in that 5% honey hole, which has been a little bit easier for people. Um, one thing that people are, you know, I heard a lot of buyers saying, you know, I just want to wait. I want to wait it out. I want to wait till interest rates drop. Yep. You know, the, the thing that we worry about, if, if that happens, everybody waits, you know, let's say it's two, three years and there's a drop in interest rates. Uh, for your market standpoint, there's going to be now a huge demand for homes. We mm-hmm. already have mm-hmm. low inventory, right? So you're waiting and now you're going to be in multiple offer situations. You're probably going to be paying more for that house, which is kind of tough too. And you might not even, you might be more cash offers or something where you're just not getting like the seller paid closing costs, things yep. like that. So just kind of reminding people, like, I totally get it. I want you to get that lowest interest rate possible, whether it's myself or somebody else, but also want you to know to get into the house period is is tough because, I mean, I'm sure you know, too, the last few years, it's been difficult for buyers, especially first-time buyers mm-hmm. getting into the market. But now I feel like this is a really good time for them to kind of realize, you know, the potentials that they have in today's market. Yep, exactly. I know that right now it is really nice because you can ask for sellers to help fix items that pop up in the home inspection or some of those closing costs and we were not seeing that this summer when the interest rates were lower right so absolutely yep all right what do you think well you know <laughs> i yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what i think it's friday i'm ready for the weekend <laughs> is it a wrap for a fun day friday i think so okay first off uh shanna field mortgage lender with wind trust mortgage how does somebody get a hold of you yes our our number is 701 738 0651 and all of our contact information is on my website which is mortgages by shanna s-h-a-n-n-a.com all right and how do we get a hold of realty expert caitlin ramseth uh best way is by phone my number is 320-267-6692 i'm also on all social media platforms as well under caitlin ramseth all right well you guys uh, hopefully you don't have to shovel a whole lot of snow when you get out of here today but thank you both for coming in thank you uh you guys have a wonderful weekend yes thank you so much you too all right there you go that is your berkshire hathaway bi-weekly podcast We'll have another one coming up on Wednesday. Till then, everybody, have yourself a great weekend. 